You're listening to 91.7 FM, WSUW, in Whitewater, Wisconsin. You're listening to WSUW 91.7 FM in Whitewater, Wisconsin, The Edge. This is Rashkin Report, and I'm your host, Yuri Rashkin. Uh, today, my guest is financial and political news analyst, um, currently in St. Petersburg, Russia, Slava Rabinovich. Slava, welcome back to the program. Thank you, Yuri. Well, there's been uh, lots of events going on, and Russia is certainly in the news on uh, seemingly hourly basis, but perhaps daily. Um, what is your opinion on uh, the relationship between uh, President Trump and uh, Russia? Do you feel that this is something that uh, is uh, there? There was indeed collusion, and therefore President uh, should be punished, or, or do you feel there was no collusion? I mean, obviously neither one of us was there, uh, you know, listening to the phone lines, uh, but. From the information that you're seeing, uh, your impression of the situation? Uh, Yuri, it seems to me that there was uh, quite a bit of collusion, and um, uh, whether it was criminal or uh, on the borderline or non criminal, uh, that is yet to be, uh, uh, to be found out. Uh, um, and uh, I believe that U.S. Uh, as, as a state, has uh, all necessary mechanisms uh, to actually get to the bottom of it uh, in, in a um, democratic and, and uh, due legal process. Uh, however, because Russia did what it did, uh, whether it, it's more of a... Of uh, propaganda or a fairy tale or a reality, um, uh, regardless of, of the degree or, uh, and of the uh, exactly what happened, uh, regardless of that, there is a, a worldwide perception and even a, uh, uh, a humorous hashtag, the Russians did it. So because you have all this perception, then... Um, the um, the light is on Donald Trump all the time in this context of whether he is uh, an agent of uh, the Kremlin and and if he is then whether he is uh, uh, controlled or uh, uh, or not so not not so controlled agent and, and regardless of all of these uh, questions and answers. Um, there is a perception, and this perception cannot uh, be undone. And and uh, Kremlin uh, actually served uh, itself um, uh, a counterproductive um, um, kind of uh, uh, action towards. To, to, leading towards a complete failure in, in its initial goals because whether Trump goes along with uh, um, what Putin wants, for example, um, some sort of a negotiation and a deal over Ukraine, uh, some sort of a, 
uh, recognition or semi-recognition of, of the annexation of Crimea, um, relaxation or uh, complete abolishment of, of all uh, sanctions related to uh, uh, Ukrainian situation, um, uh, and also uh, some relaxation or abolishment of everything related to the Magnitsky Act, uh, all of these potential actions of Trump would um, paint him in a very, very, very bright red paint of the Kremlin's controlled agent. Well, he's already there, pretty. He's already pretty orange. Yes, uh, uh, and, and because of this, he is running along the corridor, which. Uh, which actually gets narrower and narrower, and uh, he cannot do anything about it. And and from the Putin's and the Kremlin's point of view, um, that must be really frustrating because they themselves got uh, got themselves into a corner where they know that Trump cannot do anything. In fact, he. Um, is able to do much less than um, than in in a, in a different situation if uh, there wasn't any um, um, kind of perception uh, in the world that uh, Russia got inv involved uh, into the U.S. elections. So from this standpoint, I believe that Trump he is not walking any kind of tight. Trump, no, he is uh, he's off that path altogether. He, um, if he does something that uh, uh, the establishment and the general public would deem as uh, uh, playing um, along with the cr criminal actions of the Kremlin, then it's a straight path to the impeachment. And uh, in terms of the impeachment itself. That is a, a situation that is yet to be played out because it, it is uh, certain that um, uh, the way Trump got to the presidency, it is absolutely certain that uh, uh, there are so many interested parties in the U.S. that would like to take him down um, that um, the a preparation process for his impeachment uh, process has started uh, on the day of his inauguration. Whether it may materialize is an open, very, very open question. And uh, it has uh, the, the circumstances that may or may not lead to this process uh, it is difficult to analyze right now because there are so many moving parts. But Trump himself knows uh, everything about it. And I believe it is very unlikely that he is going to uh, undertake anything uh, uh, um, stupid uh, that may lead into this direction. And... Uh, if I were him, I would have explained this uh, to Putin, Vladimir, my friend. Uh, you see, 
if I'll do this or I'll do that, uh, it won't be. I won't be able to achieve that. Uh, I will be blocked by the Congress and by the Senate and whatever. And uh, uh, in addition to that, I will be impeached. Um, so I believe that by now, everything, uh, everybody understands uh, the current situation, uh, except for, of course, the the uh, general Russian public, which is being fed uh, complete nonsense uh, from the Russian state television uh, and uh, with this propaganda. Uh, but uh, it, it's irrelevant what what the Russian public's uh, public uh, thinks or believes in. Uh, what, what is relevant is uh, the real situation, and I believe the real situation is that uh, Trump cannot do anything in relation to helping uh, Putin in any kind of a way. Slava, um, what has been the reaction in Russia to Oliver Stone uh, and he, his new uh, project of his interviews with Vladimir Putin? Is this something that do, do people like Oliver Stone? Is he a uh, well-known director in Russia as well? I mean, your thoughts? Uh Oliver Stone is relatively well known in Russia because uh, historically the Russian public has been um, very uh, uh, prone to uh, anything from Hollywood and anything from uh, uh, not only mainstream Hollywood but also from the likes of uh, Oliver Stone which may be Oh, um, um, uh, you know, non-mainstream one way or another. Uh, Russians do love uh, conspiracy theories, um, and uh, they also watch um, Oscars and they understand who Oliver Stone is. The problem with this, with this. multi-series uh, uh, film is that there is nothing there which the Russian public uh, doesn't know. Um, the thing is that uh, the West and the Western public is not following Russian state television propaganda, but the Russians do. And um, uh, the movie is actually made uh, more to the uh, tune of the Russian state television propaganda rather than some sort of a, a, a different uh, cinematogra cinematograph cinematographic masterpiece of an Oscar-winning um, film director. And um, uh, if uh, some people in the West uh, were... Um, surprised, puzzled, or even shocked, um, or uh, in one way or another took interest in that, and I don't believe uh, that it, it was uh, viewed um, by a huge number of viewers, then in Russia, it is like, oh yeah, that's another uh, thing that we already saw. It's just like a, a continuation of everything that has been fed to the Russians uh, for many, many years uh, in a row, and especially within the last three years. So I, I believe that it's just, okay, more of the same, not too much. Uh, uh, and uh, um, in, in addition to that, there is a whole scope of 
uh, of uh, uh, misinformation, uh, uh, misleading, uh, changing of topics in a, a demagogical way and, uh, uh, and even lies, uh, especially uh, which uh, have been recently uncovered by the journalists when they saw that the footage of, um, uh, as Putin said, uh, Russians uh, um, uh, fighting against uh, uh, ISIS in Syria. Um, um, he showed this on his uh, telephone to, to Oliver Stone, and it turned out to be a, completely, a complete fake. And then, obviously, you know, the, the general public, uh, which is brainwashed, they just see it as yet another more of the same kind of a thing. And, and those people who understand um, uh, the propaganda and, and uh, they don't watch propaganda, they just um, laugh at how Oliver Stone actually was able to come pile into this series all of this nonsense uh, show it in the west and show it in the in the east and how uh, Putin looks um, uh, in, a, in the same exact way as uh, Facebook using public uh, 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 analyzes and depicts him and even more in a more funny way when there is a complete and open um, lie, which is immediately uncovered, and, and 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 lie about this and lie about that, and this movie is is full of lies. So um, I think that it's not a not a huge impact impact or or any kind of impact in terms of uh, showing this film uh, on the Russian TV. And moreover, I believe that. It doesn't have a high rating. Uh, um, the population of Moscow is uh, is what, like 15 million people. And I, I read uh, just recently that the uh, the first part, which was viewed, was about there were like like 1.5 or 2 million people only saw, uh, which is like 10 percent of the population of Moscow. So it's like nothing. Slava, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you about the impact of young people on politics in Russia these days. Uh, we see a lot of uh, Russia, a lot of in the latest series of protests, which have last two, three months, um, a lot more young people have appeared than have been uh, active previously, and this seems to become uh, quite as a surprise uh, to people. Yes, uh, um, the um, high school students and uh, university students, college students, they uh, appear to be this uh, recently uncovered generation of uh, people and, and, in fact, of voters, um, uh, which uh, was flying well below the radar, uh, at, at least uh, Kremlin's radar, and uh, in fact, uh, uh, the whole television propaganda machine uh, radar. Uh, it seems like uh, um, all Russian propagandists and uh, propaganda 
sh uh, television showmen uh, and all the Russian channels uh, on, on this propaganda television, they actually are not viewed uh, by these people. They, it, it does not affect them at all because they just don't watch television altogether. And they are appalled by the, the prospects uh, in their personal professional lives. Um, the Russian education system is um, destroyed. Um, their educational and professional skills uh, are very, very low on the global um, uh, scale. They also um, see the nepotism and uh, uh, corruption around them. Uh, and they understand that if they're not uh, a son or a daughter of uh, some uh, Kremlin bigwig, uh, or um, at least uh, somebody from the, the the families of, you know, thousand families, or, or maybe even you know five or ten thousand families uh, closer to this Kremlin uh, machine, then they have no chances. They also uh, saw their um, uh, economic situation of, of their households um, uh, falling like a rock uh, over the last three years. Uh, they also had, some of them had hopes of studying in the West, in Europe or elsewhere, and these hopes are dashed uh, uh, by uh, a collapsed um, financial and economic situation of their families. Um, so this uh, generation um, uh, is a generation of no hope, and they got to realize that. Um, they also uh, they are also a generation for which the face Facebook is uh, uh, too much of an ancient invention, uh, and they rather. Um, uh, uh, organize themselves, they unite uh, via uh, different channels of communications, uh, uh, including Telegram channels, YouTube channels, uh, other um, coded messenger channels. They all got uh, smartphones, and these are not necessary iPhones or Samsungs, uh, if, if it's too expensive for them, but they are uh, able to buy uh, some very, very cheap Chinese uh, equ equivalents and uh, um, all they need is to have a uh, mobile internet and access from their handheld device to get into these communication channels. And all of this um, really gave rise to, it uh, uh, seems like, uh, millions of young people um, and um, uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist uh, in order to understand that we are talking about the most uh, politically active, perhaps, uh, and most uh, fearless um, um, part of the society, uh, which led to revolutions in many countries around the world over the last uh, 30 to 40 years, not necessarily um, the likes of Arab Spring, but uh, um, uh, revolutions uh, um, uh, over the last, several last decades. And in fact, uh, perhaps somebody can argue that over centuries. Uh, 
Um, so uh, this is an extremely important development in the Russian political uh, scene, and uh, uh, such opposition politicians as Alexei Navalny uh, figured that out early, and they got the key, they got uh, uh, understanding how to get these people uh, on board um, onto the uh, to their or in case of uh, Navalny in singular into his political platform uh, as uh, uh, followers and supporters and uh, he is appealing to them uh, by their own means by uh, his own YouTube channel with his uh, basically YouTube uh, television uh, channel um, and uh, um, I think that the Kremlin uh, is not capable of understanding all of that, uh, and and whenever they will be coming to some understanding of something in this regard, they will always be behind the curve. They will always be behind by not even one step, but by two steps, and uh, uh, that's why... Uh, the current uh, Kremlin clique uh, is actually doomed. Uh, we don't know when and how um, the, re the regime change will happen, but we know that uh, they cannot stop time and the new generation uh, of Russians is actually uh, a good proof of that. And I am certain that it will uh, be... Um, their proof in the future, and uh, this is exactly what would happen, um, how the regime will be changed, uh, driven out uh, by uh, time and by the change in the Russian uh, political class uh, where these young people will become active and will, they will do something uh, about this regime. You're listening to Rashkin Report. This is Yuri Rashkin, and uh, my guest today was uh, news and financial analyst Slava Rabinovich joining us via Skype from St. Petersburg to talk to us about uh, the latest uh, developments in Russia. And uh, Slava, thank you so much for your time, and I uh, look forward to continuing this conversation in the future. Thank you, Yuri. It was not St. Petersburg, Florida. It was. It is St. Petersburg, <laughs> Russia. <laughs> indeed, important difference, indeed. All right. Okay. Thank Take you. Take care. You're listening to Rashkin Report.